0: You're with Animal Central on Cliff Central. It's the last day of 2015, Jono, Hi. Hi. You've just been imagine. working the whole way through. I know. You? <laughs> I know.
1: People are always like, "How was your Christmas?" I'm like, oh, mm, "It was another it was day."
0: In <laughs> but it's so much funnier. It's so chilled and laid no, back. For sure we have the
1: greatest job in the world. Hey, so I'll never complain about having to work a public holiday. Yeah, no, anything. we do have
0: the greatest job in the world. Certainly. And I had a great time. I mean, I always enjoy Christmas for the whole excitement. But I must admit that today. Although I'm looking forward to 2015,
2: mm-hmm. new beginnings,
0: great things coming. It's probably the worst day of the year for me. I hate it, Jono. Fireworks.
1: Fireworks, yeah.
0: I feel the pain of millions of dogs out mm. there. I saw pictures this weekend. I didn't put it on my Canine Zone Facebook page because they were so horrific mm-hmm. with dogs impaling themselves on, nice. on fences to try and get escape, away, yeah. to try and escape. And people don't get it. And driving in here this morning, every street vendor is selling mm. these fireworks. And and I sit with my dog, trying to keep her calm. Tomorrow morning, I go with a couple of people in my area. We drive around and, and we pick up dogs
3: that's to get sad, them to eh? a place
0: of safety. People don't get it. Um, I know it's fun on the one hand, but you know what? Sharon, but what can we do as a pet
1: owner? I mean, we obviously can't stop people from setting off fireworks. So what should we we be doing? Sadly,
0: we can't. Well, firstly, I'm going to be doing my rain dance this afternoon,
1: (laughs) and hoping that it rains.
0: Must open, you know, so that they can't do it. But no, there's not a lot you can do. People, I mean, it is illegal supposedly. But it states that you can set them off for certain hours on mm-hmm. New Year's Eve. Uh, Guy Fawkes, which I cannot understand why we celebrate mm-hmm. a, a British terrorist.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and, and Diwali, there's a couple of nights. So you've just got to, and we're going to speak to our guests a bit later on about what to do. Mm-hmm. But please keep your dog safe. And if you can don't set them off if you really have to set them off for 10 minutes and mm. stop so the mm. sort of pain is is I remember 10 one of our off. earlier
1: guests on the show was saying that it's not only the noise the firework makes mm. but it's the it, the it changes the ions in yeah, the air correct. which affects the animals correct. and so it's not once the noise is over that it's over it's mm. the smell and the change in the energy of the ions it's, it's
0: energies and I know with me and and Paula might say Is I get tense Because I know What's happening out there I know the animal's suffering mm. I get very tense And I think that too Your dog picks that up Mm -hmm. From you And gets tense My pit bull couldn't care less I mm. mean he, goes he doesn't care mm. but my bull terrier she's already on uh, a calming medication good,
2: good. um
0: that that tries to I lock her in a, in a back room tonight I sit there with her I distract her so well, there's her nothing busy. she
1: can injure herself on Correct. or get caught under uh yeah.
0: it's just very sad I mean it's it's not just the dogs it's cats it's it's mm. birds wildlife. and often
1: cats I think are more susceptible to running away because they mm. are able to climb to and climb. run and whereas your dog is' enclosed Yes. But nonetheless, it's sad. Nonetheless, no, so it's just sad. do be careful tonight. And that's a to saying: if you're going right? to
0: do it. Try and do it 12 o'clock. Mm. Make sure you're done by quarter past 12. So it's 15 minutes
1: only. But it generally starts long before 12. I would say around about 10, you start hearing the first yeah. ones go. and goes
0: on to 3, 4, 5 yeah. in the morning it's and tomorrow true. night. So let it all out. Mm. <laughs> get, you know, get busy with it. Get it done. I can imagine finished. the
1: SPCA is going to be very oh, busy over undated. the next few days. Yeah? Inundated. Mm. I mean,
0: we've already seen on our Canine Zone Facebook page, I have never seen so many lost dogs, mm. stolen dogs, abandoned dogs. Uh-huh. Yesterday, people booked into a hotel with a border collie that was superbly trained,
2: mm.
0: left the hotel and left the dog there. How do you leave it in the no, hotel? It's just abandoned. Just- It's crazy this time of the year. Very sad. Crazy abandonment, as I say, cruelty. Tonight is the worst night of the year for Mm. animals. Would you say
1: this is bigger than Diwali and uh, those events? Oh, yeah, absolutely, because everybody's
0: celebrating it. It's not just the Hindu people. And I understand you know, that that for some people it has a religious significance or something like that. That's fine, but keep it to minimum. Mm -hmm. And and those big bangs, I don't know why those are necessary. I I
1: understand the ones that are beautiful and and you can see the light. That. But the ones that just make noise, mm, what is the purpose? There's no so? purpose.
0: And, and sadly, I don't know how people are affording it. I went to the China Mart the other day. Now, again, it's supposed to be legal to sell it. You need a oh, permit. Really? Okay. If you go into the China Mart in the West Rand, every shop is selling it. Mm. Every mm. single shop. Street corners. and And sadly, one of my fellow animal rescuers yesterday reported people selling them on the street corners. Police didn't even bother to show up. Mm. So... You but know, like it's not you much say, you
1: like you say, the vendors are, at most mm, of the robots are yeah, selling them. It's so just take it's care of business, your own pets yeah. and
0: try and keep it to minimum. But I'm very glad that we have Paula Geordie in studio with us today. Yes. Paula is I would say arguably arguably one of the very best behaviourists in the country. She's with the Animal Behavioural Behavioural Consultants of South Africa. <laughs> okay. Hi, Paula. Welcome. Welcome Hi. Paula. You've been here I'm before, so you should be quite calm and chilled about (laughs) all of this. She does seem very calm.
1: (laughs) Sitting here very quietly.
0: (laughs) Well, she's a good behaviorist, so she knows calm, assertive energy. uh, Do
1: you know how to train humans as well (laughs) to behave the way you want them?
0: Absolutely. Uh,
1: Absolutely.
0: I think most of it is the the humans. It's all about
3: training the humans. Oh, really? Mm, The dogs are never a problem. Mm -hmm. Very seldom.
0: And do you agree with us, Paul, about this fireworks thing? Let's start with that. I mean, is it the human that also the energy affects They do
3: contribute quite a lot, unfortunately, because um, first of all, if you get a puppy, Mm. straight away start desensitizing it to sound sensitivity, firecrackers, gunshots, thunderstorms. There are so many um, CDs that are available that are specifically set out to, to when your puppy, in fact, some very responsible breeders get those CDs, Mm. and play them when the puppy's ears open. Around about three weeks, they start playing these sound sensitivity um, CDs with fireworks, all the noises, you know, hooting, sirens, everything. And if you raise a puppy from that stage already... They become quite used to it so and desensitized. desensitized. Mm. So that's the best way to start off with is education, you know?
2: Mm. Teach but your, and, and if
3: you have a dog mm-hmm. that, that already has a problem, where people go wrong is they tend to pamper the dog mm-hmm. for that fear.
1: Okay, which is just. Which mm-hmm. is reinforcing it. Mm-hmm.
3: Look, it's, it's human nature. The mm-hmm. dog is, is suffering, it's scared, and you, you try to, to reassure it. Okay, and that's the worst thing you can do really you're just you,
1: encouraging that behavior. they in pick other words. up on your
3: energy, they don't understand what you're saying okay Okay. they don't understand that you're trying to uh, um, comfort, comfort them. them. so the best thing to do because they pick up on your energy is for your energy to be cool, calm and collected. So I'm the one that and actually confident. needs the tranquilizers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> if you just if if you happen to be there during the thunderstorm or the fireworks. You need to sit there and completely ignore them. Mm. Make out as if you're watching TV and everything is fine. They need to pick that up off you.
1: Paula, what about people who think it's best if you... I mean, most people go out on New Year's. Yes. And then they'll leave the TV on very loud for the dog. Is that a good idea? Uh,
3: not necessarily TV. I would put more calming music. Okay. You know, like, mm. uh, uh, so that the dog can... You see, it needs to be loud to... to um drown out the, the noise mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the fireworks. Okay. But more calming music. Okay. You know, more like classical. Something that's more calming. Mm-hmm. Um, but leaving on a radio or TV, it's not, it's, it's a good idea mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. And mm-hmm. also making it, uh, close the curtains. Okay. Okay. Shut out that light. Um, make sure that they are safe.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: If you're going to close them in. You see, this is why I love Crate Training. Because if you crate train a puppy and a dog, they tend to go into the crate because that's their safety den. And you can put a blanket over the crate, which makes it dark, which makes it more, makes them feel secure. Yes, more secure. And, um, so make sure that there's, they are safe because I have known dogs, especially staffies, that will eat through a door in one thunderstorm Mm, or one mm. fire, fire firecracker session. So, you do need to make sure that they are very safe. Mm. There's nothing where they can get hurt. Um, if they do escape, make sure that they are microchipped yes. or have name tags or something that they can be identified. That's mm. also very important. Mm. Okay. Mm. But, but, Paula,
0: why does it affect some dogs and not, I mean, I've got two raised the same way, same owner. Mm. One is not affected at all. The other one goes crazy. It's
3: actually upsetting to
0: see it's the same
3: as with people yeah. you know you get some that are more sensitive to others also some that have been made to become fearful because people unintentionally have reinforced it by by mollycoddling them pampering mm. them or you get people that are themselves Scared of Hmm. thunderstorms and and the noise. They don't Mm. like the noise. And that transfers to the dog. Because I had a problem where my mother and my father once looked after my dogs while I was away. And I've got gun dogs. They are golden retrievers that are not sound sensitive. And when I came back, the first thunderstorm that I was back, Mm. one of my dogs was all of a sudden. Scared of thunderstorms. Oh. You know, so he had picked that
1: up from your parents. He picked it up
3: from my mother who, you know, we can get quite, quite shocking electrical storms yes, mm. where you think that the, the the lightning is in your house. Yeah. And I think they had one of those storms and my mom got a fright and then he ah, picked it up off her, it up her because he's it? very sensitive. He's more sensitive than my other dog, like you've just said. Yes, you know. yes. you know? And then all of a sudden he became brontophobic, which is called you know, uh, fear of thunderstorms. It took me two to three thunderstorm sessions to, to get, it out, to get it out of him. To get it out of him. Mm. Yes. That's
0: actually interesting because
3: yeah. my Deezer couldn't care less about
0: thunderstorms. Mm. Not bothered, but with fireworks. And I hate them. I
3: don't like them. So she might be picking up something from me. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. If you if you change your attitude and your energy, it's, it's going to help 100%. Yes. yes. They just – you see – This is where you need to project into your energy what you want the dog, how the dog to respond or to react. It's very important because they do not communicate with words. They communicate with energy. energy.
0: Well, that's why I found that with her now, I distract. I use distraction. I do put her in a quiet back room mm. and I use food. She's very food motivated, mm. so i use food as a distraction. Um, but a lot of people, there, there's a lot of tools that you can
3: use. I believe there's something called a thunder jacket Yes, that also Yes, helps. they do have those jackets. It's almost like a body wrap. They used to first, before they got the thunder jackets, they used to Body wrap them with bandages. It just gives them that security, security. Oh, yes. okay. and the thunder jackets apply p- pressure, uh, which just makes them feel secure. It does and work. What about it works. Earplugs. I mean, I've even heard of that.
0: But is it the actual sound, no, or uh, is it the you ions know, or as the? As you energies? were saying earlier
3: on, it's not just the sound. Mm. There is a scent. There's a smell. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's the light. It, it's it's a lot of different factors. It's yeah. not just the sound. Okay. Um, so you you must use whatever's going to work. I'm I'm all for whatever works. Use it. Yes. Mm-hmm. But um, even the thunder jacket. Some dogs take to it immediately. Mm. Others take a few sessions before you can see results. Okay. But
1: now we've been talking about dogs. But let's talk about the other animals. Perhaps I mean, there's we all see birds in our garden. We all see mice. We all see. I mean, we have cats as well. Are these animals as affected as dogs are by these fireworks and thunderstorms and things like that?
3: I think it depends the proximity, how close yeah. the fireworks are. I mean, yes, birds sitting on nests and that sort of thing, and the fireworks are out right there, it could affect them. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, mm-hmm. animals out there in the wild or animals out, you know, on farms and that, they're not generally affected. Not affected. No.
2: Mm. Yeah, it's
3: actually
0: somebody said to me, my son actually said this morning, he said he wondered if the dogs that run loose, like the dogs in the township, are they scared of
3: fireworks?
1: Mm. I wonder. Because they're not
3: pampered. They run in packs. They do their own thing. You must probably find, I mean, I don't want to uh, swear by it, but you must probably find that they're not affected. Mm. Um, You'd have to sit and study that. But in general, I just find that like, we had someone ask to come and observe, you know, in the woodlands, uh, office park. A lot of these office office parks now have um some antelope. Oh they have uh, buck and spring really? buck. Yes, you you will That's see it awesome. around if you drive around some of these office parks yes. have Spring Buck and Bless Buck Gosh, and I didn't animals know on that. there. Yes That's they amazing. do. And somebody asked if they could observe during a thunderstorm their reaction. And obviously, there is no reaction because they, so they are used yeah, so used yeah. to it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm. I think, I think with us, it's, it comes from us. Mm. Unintentionally, we make them fearful because we reinforce it. We try to nurture and to, to care for them. And we do the human thing.
1: Paula, but when you say that your dog picks up from your energy, now let's say you acting very calm, you're sitting on the couch, but inside you are you are scared of the storm on the fireworks.
3: It, it won't work.
1: Okay.
2: Hmm.
1: <laughs> so your dog it's not just your physical signs that the dog is picking up on. It can actually pick up how you're feeling inside, yes. is that correct? Yes. Yes, that is what
3: they are picking up. And this is what it requires, even when I do consultations with uh, behavior problems, I have to change the people's attitude. Once the people change and they relax mm -hmm. more, the, the, the transformation in the dog is sometimes immediate. They respond to that but so now, well.
1: What if you like Sharon and you have, uh, I think, Sharon, you have two sons and, mm. you know, your husband. Mm. Now, what if, I mean, Sharon can be as calm as she wants, but what if her kids are... Do they pick up on all the yes. energies in the house? You send Our those, family. you
3: seen those people out the room. You say go away.
0: In <laughs> fact, <laughs> I probably think in my house, I'm the problem. Cause uh, they're all calm. They're like, oh, you know, we're going to bed, we're off, we're watching TV. I'm a baby. glad you can admit that. I'm the one that's like, oh, animals are getting hurt out there. And, <laughs> yeah. So maybe I need to get some, something from the doctor. But I think (laughs) someone who
1: is so passionate about animals, you're not only concerned about the animals in your home, you're worried about the ones out there. I'm worried
0: about the others out there um, and what's happening to them. That is actually what's upsetting because I can Mm. deal with my girl Um, because you know she's in your hands. She's She's in 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 my hands. hands. I know what to do now after all these years. Mm. But I do think of, I mean, we've we've had a house, three houses down from us, people went on holiday, left a bag of dog food open and a tap dripping into a bowl that dog has cried now for over a week called the spca try to do what we could but I, I think about those dogs that tonight is going to be hell for all
1: me. alone yeah. but
0: mm. you know that's that's very interesting talking about our energies and all that kind of thing one thing that I found very interesting, Paula, that I wanted to speak to you about, there seems to be two school two schools of thought. There's the school of thought that says dogs are pack animals. They need a pack leader, and the human being needs to become that pack leader. The other school of thought says that that is an old-fashioned idea. There's new thoughts about it. Dogs are not pack animals. Um,
3: what are your thoughts on that? Well, personally, I've always... Always felt that um, dogs are pack animals. Um, they are sociable, they're gregarious animals, and they live in groups. And in order for the group to function, they need to have structure, and um, therefore, you know, they need leadership and guidance. Mm. Um, yes, it's 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 highly controversial at the moment, but mm, it it, because I have worked. Dogs. I'm not just a behaviorist. I'm a trainer, and I've trained in obedience. I've trained in uh, the field. I've worked. I've worked with working dogs, and there's no way a dog is going to work for you if you are not the leader. The leader. They need to to respect you, to trust you,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and you need to guide them. And I mean, I'm, I often work in in our field. Our our uh, trainers and handlers work with dogs. Hundred meters away. Now, if you if you cannot control a dog
1: from a hundred meters, from a hundred mm. meters,
3: you need you know the dog is just going to do whatever he wants, and it's it's not you know work, it's not only working dogs. I've seen it with with pets. Uh, it's no different to children. Mm. Children are not your equal. Yeah. They need parents to they to, to guide them yes. to lead them. I think where the problem arises is that. Pack leadership somehow tends to conjure up dictatorship, mm. okay, um, harshness, mm. you know, cruelty.
2: Mm. There's no
3: need for that okay. at all. Pack leadership means you are the confident, consistent, um, following through, mean what you say, which is no different to a parent. What no. is does you, you say, re- calm, assertive? Calm, mm. assertive. Mm. It's nothing to do with being cruel. Yeah. Um so I, I don't know if it, you know, it's politically correct at the moment. Use status. Use anything else. Use another word. Mm. Don't use pack leadership.
2: Mm. You
3: know, but your, your animals do need leadership and guidance, just like children do. If you treat them as your equal, you're going to be in trouble because at the end of the day, they are predators. No matter what anybody says, dogs come with teeth. Mm. Yeah. And if you treat them as humans, They're gonna treat you as dogs. And I see that a lot in my, in the work that I do. I like that saying. It actually comes from Dr. Platzund. It was his famous saying. If you treat dogs as, as humans, humans, they treat you as dogs. It's
1: a good thing to remember. It's a good no. thing to remember yes. because
0: I, you know, Paula, my magazine was called Caesar's Way. Yes. It was Caesar Milan's official magazine in South Africa. We've now changed it to Canine Zone uh, for various reasons because of the high licensing fees. But one of the you know the things that came up is I got a lot of flack from a lot of behaviorists in South Africa because they are very against Caesar's methods and specifically against him. Saying dogs need a pack leader, they were very against that because they were saying that no, they don't.
3: Um What, do,
1: what do they think the dog needs? What, what do they? I'll need?
3: tell you what the problem is with them and Caesar is that Caesar is not scientific based. In other words, Caesar was born with a gift. He has a way with dogs. His um, whole experience with dogs is through sheer observation. An experience. Yeah. Yes. He was raised by his, uh, well, his mentor was his grandfather grandfather, on the farm. And so Caesar just observed the way dogs behave. Very similar to Monty Roberts, the horse whisperer. Okay. Who also used to go and sit out with the herds of the horses Mm -hmm. and just observe their behavior. Okay, so what they're saying is Caesar is not scientific based. He didn't do courses, Mm -hmm. he didn't do diplomas, he didn't do degrees. And um, it's very important if you want to become a behaviourist to do diplomas and degrees and attend workshops. But you also need to have hands on. Yeah. You know, academically it's not enough. You need to have the practic- the practice and you and need to have gift ha- yes. communication. Well with you need animals. to be able to read mm-hmm. a dog and I just find that a lot of human beings have lost what Caesar says is that dogs are, are inst- instinctual and we are more intellectual. We've lost touch with nature. Mm -hmm. We can no longer read body language. And this is what's happening with dogs biting people, Mm -hmm. uh, dogs being unhappy, dogs having behavior problems. When I go into a consultation and I explain to them the way dogs think, the way dogs are, Mm -hmm. um, it sort of starts to make sense to people. And then when people start understanding how dogs think, and they're not like humans, Mm -hmm. They don't want to be treated as humans. This is where they become very unhappy. Um, And start reading their dog more, looking Mm -hmm. for signals. You start avoiding all that unacceptable behavior and sometimes the, the, the tragic behavior where dogs bite and even be known to kill their mm. owners and there was a
1: story this week of course of the three pit bulls mm, who attacked mm. a man in germiston and it's always sad that it is the pit bull breed that gets yeah, that bad sad. name because i know sharon you mm. you love pit bulls yeah, and it's just wh- what went wrong in that case the the owner was well this is home. where they pack so because they, it's pack. that yeah, it's packs. that pack mentality yeah. you know? yes yeah, it is yeah. that
3: pack mentality.
1: Mm. Such a sad you know, story. And, and yeah.
3: they're also a very powerful breed and hard mouth breed because you, you need to look into why they were bred that way. Mm-hmm. The purpose of the dog tells you how the dog is designed. So a pit bull was bred to fight in the pits. And so they, they need to be very powerful, have very strong jaws, m- using more eye. So it's more movement. It's more screaming. And, you know, a person will scream and shout. And, and wave arms about. And that just and that enhances will trigger them. It. Yes. Yeah. Because they are bred with, and you see, this is where tree, uh, Caesar often says that, um, when you are dealing with dogs, suppress the breed, bring out normal, balanced dogs. So in a pit bull, you don't want to bring out pit bull behavior. Mm. You want to bring mm. out normal, balanced dogs. So mm-hmm. you don't play tug games with a pit bull. Okay. Cause that's, that's reinforcing that hard bite. That hard so mouth. interesting
1: because all puppies love to have a little mm, tug of yes. war and things. So you
3: avoid certain things and you bring out. You see, like in a gun dog, which is your more sociable dogs, your Labradors, your gun, your Golden Retrievers, it's safe to bring out the breed because they instinctively bred with soft mouths. Okay. Okay. Their mouths are very soft, so you want to keep their mouths soft, and you can bring out gun dog in them. But in pit bulls, you don't want to bring out hard mouth. 'Cause mm. that's what they're instinctively bred to do is to hard mouth. So you don't play tug games, you play other games and you, you treat them in a different way, just to bring out normal balanced dog. Okay. But mm. that's why he says pit bulls do not need to be killed or to be put to sleep. You know, if you raise them properly Absolutely. and bring out normal balanced dog Absolutely. which is in there. There's, they're actually wonderful pets, and they are intelligent. I've and that's what everyone who has a pet pit
1: bull says. They yeah. are the most beautiful animals. They are lovely they
3: are. pets. I've mm. had lovely bull, uh, pit bulls. In fact, I've had better bull pit bulls than I've had cocker spaniels. Really? Well, and more people. Is it not bitten. true that
1: cocker spaniels are like one of the worst breeds to have around children? I've heard yes, that before. Yes, they, they
3: are being bred quite harsh, quite um um sharp. And um, more people are bitten by cocker spaniels than any other breed, and unfortunately, it's not reported. Mm. Jeez, that's and, and it's not reported. You see, and and I'm not, you know, I don't want to upset the cocker spaniel yeah. people. You see, lots yes. of lovely cocker spaniels, yes, and if they're sure. again raised properly, mm-hmm. but what I'm trying to say is that. Cocker spaniels don't do the damage no, that, that a, a pit, pit bull or a staffy would no, yes. So it's not as
1: big of a story when it does no. bite yeah. Because you again,
3: a cocker spaniel is from the gun dog group, which are instinctively bred with soft mouths. So they are designed mm-hmm. differently, whereas your pit bull is designed with powerful jaw. More eye movement, you know, If if uh, more eye. They don't use nose so much, okay. whereas your your gun dogs, your hunting dogs will use more nose. More so nose. they'll come up to you and greet you with their nose, mm-hmm. which is normal dog greeting,
2: mm-hmm.
3: where you're more the dogs that are bred with more eye are the ones that jump up at you. Oh, that's so um, interesting. Yes, okay. those are the ones that, that are jumping up at you because they're using more eye. If yeah. a dog is greeting correctly, correct dog greeting is nose first.
1: So when they come up and smell your legs, smell it's yes, they, they're yes. reading
3: you. They're reading your scent. You know, they're smelling who you are. And a, a dog that's doing that is not likely to come and bite you or hurt you or jump up at you. Mm. Hmm. And are all you know the pit pitbulls, staffies? Uh, are they all eye more eye? Well, they're instinctively bred with more eye because yes. of their purpose. You need to look okay. at the purpose. It, it, your terriers, you know, your your more fighting dogs, yes, tend to use more eye. And when they are using more eye, that's why Caesar says no eye contact, no touch. No Absolutely. Talk. You just ignore them, and when that, works. that works. It works beautifully. That
0: works. I had to go into a yard again on one of my famous rescue missions. I <laughs> uh, actually went into a garden with Elka from Husky Rescue with a big bull mm. in the garden, and I first felt a little tense because the dog was jumping up, and you could see, and the owners went, "Oh, will he bite? No, he shouldn't. <laughs> That's what you <laughs> want to hear. At that point he shouldn't. Yeah. Okay, what if he does? But I used Caesar's, Caesar's methods. Walked in. No, eye what's no touch, no, no eye talk, contact, no yes. eye contact, and the dog completely left me alone. Just it do. works like a it does. bomb. So you just walk but straight. But is in. that
1: rule only applying when you just arrived, and so don't greet the dog? Yes. But in general, like with your own pet, you can have eye contact and things like that. Or is that a threat to the dog?
3: No, it's not a threat to the dog at all. It's just in if you make eye contact with a with a.
1: With a, a seeing dog or a eye dog, as you call it. Any
3: strange mm. dog. Any dog. Yeah. You make, mm. you, they tend to jump up at you. It's, mm-hmm. very, it's like almost automatic. Mm-hmm. If you look down at a dog, he's going to come to you. Okay. If you make eye contact, he comes to you. Mm-hmm. And he's likely more likely to jump up at you. Whereas if you walk in and you just ignore the dog mm-hmm. until the dog is doing more acceptable behavior, like sitting or being calm, mm-hmm. if you only acknowledge that dog then, for the first time. You are giving the dog attention when he's in a position that you want him to be in. Okay. When so gone. if you are consistent,
2: mm-hmm.
3: as you walk in, he's gonna give you that position immediately because he knows jumping up, he's not gonna to get walls, him that attention. He's not, he, nobody acknowledges him. He doesn't okay. get, and you see they don't repeat behavior that's not worth their while. Very they will repeat the behavior that brings the attention. A reward, yes, and it
0: and it does. It absolutely works. I, I'm was always one of the. I'm mad about dogs. You probably picked no, it up. No, so. I would go <laughs> to a place like Walkhaven or somewhere, and I, oh, pretty doggy, hello, come here. You know, and then you get that unwanted behavior. Now I've got to control myself. I'll walk mm. in and I'll say, don't think I'm being rude to your dog. I'm just practicing this, and it works because then the dog calms down. Then you give the affection, mm. and it's such. A bonding
1: But
2: that it, you
0: it's have human
1: then. nature to not want to be rude. And when you walk into a room to greet everyone. I don't know everyone. why humans
0: feel that. That no. if you don't greet the dog, yeah. you're feeling rude. No, They're but offended. But but they yeah. are you're offending the
1: dog. And it's you not You have so. to remember that they aren't humans. Hey? Correct. No. They don't think the way we and think. And it really though.
3: works. You see, two balanced dogs, when they meet, they mm. will circle each other's rear ends mm. and smell. They don't jump all over each other. If you get a dog that's out of control... Mm -hmm. and he leaps and bounds and goes up to the wrong dog, Mm -hmm. he could be severely punished Mm -hmm. for that. Mm -hmm. They don't greet that way. You know, Mm -hmm. as I said to you before, some dogs are more tolerant than others. Some Mm -hmm. breeds are more tolerant than others. And it's not how they greet. And normally you'll see that when two dogs are out of control, or or, or when dogs are out of control, I see it in my puppy class, an adult dog or another puppy even will try to, to... that balance back. Mm. They'll try to pin them down and say that's not what we do.
2: Mm, okay. okay, so
3: in my puppy class, when we release the puppies to go and socialize, the calmest puppy is let off that leash first. Okay. okay. And if you release them in a calm fashion, they go and play well. The minute you start getting in it's always terriers, mm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a little yeah. bit of,
3: of, of <laughs> growling, hackles rising, mm. we go up to those dogs, we calm them down, And we let them go play again. Okay. And you'll find that if you release them in a calm way, they go and play well. It's just like children. Mm. When you've Mm. got a whole lot of toddlers and everybody's playing, as the level of excitement escalates and the noise, Mm. one of the parents will say, Guys, calm down. Somebody's going to end up crying or somebody's going to get hurt. Calm down. Mm. So you're controlling. You're limiting the level of excitement. And it works That's what I'm saying You know, we had a, a wonderful, wonderful um, dog guru from Ireland Came and gave us a talk And his whole blueprint to success What he calls his blueprint to success Is calmness leads to reward Okay There's a time for excitement mm-hmm. But you need to You see, people tend to do too much with too much excitement with their dogs So they switch them on
2: mm-hmm. But they
3: don't switch them off Yes, yes. Oh, okay. You see And you need to teach dogs that switch-off button and how to relax—it's yes. very important, very important. But I mean, even in this, you know,
0: pack leadership does that apply in your in your own home? If you've got three, four dogs, you obviously want to be the
3: pack leader. But then, is there a hierarchy yeah, among the dogs? There? You know, I tell I tend to tell people because hierarchies can be quite complex for the for the general public to understand. So what I tend to do, which simplifies everything, I, try, I always try to keep everything simple is if you are the pack leader, if you make all the decisions, okay, they sort themselves out.
2: Mm.
3: There's they, Very seldom is there a problem. Mm-hmm. If there's a problem amongst them, it's because you have not got that leadership right. Yes, uh, There's inconsistency creeping in or too much emotion when you're interacting with the dogs. Um, mm-hmm. If you're too soft, they, they don't respond. They don't listen. If you're too harsh... They don't listen. They see that as weakness, and they don't follow weakness. Oh, <laughs> very interesting. Really? So, no, so they don't follow weakness. If, they if don't you're abusive to, to is, a dog, they don't respect weakness. that. That's but, weakness. You know, they don't respond to that, and that's why you'll, you'll see dogs repeating the same mm. uh, unacceptable behavior over and over.
1: But how does it work when you have family members in the house? So let's say Sharon has her family, and she's the pack leader, but then where do her children fall? They
3: all have to be on the same page.
1: So you all everybody, have to be the pack leader.
3: Everybody has to be on the same page. Inconsistency creates confusion.
1: So every human in the house has to be the pack leader Absolutely. of the animals. no
3: matter how old or how young or what. So how do you actually that hu- from puppyhood? Well, what what you do is it doesn't have to be from puppyhood because dogs live in the moment. Mm. They're easy to fix. So you can change yourself you can, today. It's and humans go back that don't live in the, the moment. Pack leader. We live in the past too much. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. and in the future. So they're easy to fix, very easy to fix. What I say to people is, you know, Caesar's rules, boundaries, limitations. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I say the rules. As, as all the members of the household, including staff, and you need to apply to your visitors as well. But as, as a household, you need to sit down and set rules. Mm-hmm. So, other dogs allowed inside the house or not? Everybody okay. must stick to it. Because sometimes one on family furniture? member will allow on yeah, the furniture exactly. and one
1: won't. Okay. Uh,
3: exactly. Mm-hmm. So, if everybody works as a team, mm-hmm. okay, then you don't have a problem because they they need that consistency, just mm-hmm. like children. Yeah, mean what you mm. say. Stig- yes, you it. did a
0: wonderful article. In fact, it's in this latest issue of Canine Zone magazine. Mean what you
3: say. Paula did this great article saying mean what you say. Awesome. Otherwise, they don't take you seriously mm. and they don't believe in you.
1: Okay, but now in practical mean what you say, if you don't follow through with it, is the dog really going to understand? So if I say go outside and the dog doesn't, what then?
3: Then you take the dog outside.
1: Okay, but now if I weren't to do that, did the dog really, would he see, oh, this guy's not really serious? He Mm -hmm. won't take you seriously. He
3: will not, yes, he won't listen to you. And this is what I get all the time. And all it takes is a little bit of patience and time, Mm -hmm. you know, and just repetition. Mm -hmm. You want the dog to go to his bed, you take him to his bed. Okay. Stay there, okay? He gets up, take him back. Stay Mm -hmm. there. Gets up, take him back. Doesn't matter how many repetitions eventually he's going to accept. Mm-hmm. And when he does, you praise, good dog, that's so a do good So do you dog.
0: use, a, like that incident, uh, instance, do you use a voice command, bed? So he knows bed. when you say go to bed, that's I use a settle
3: go. down, but you can use anything. Anything that works to Just stick to you. that word, to your bed or to your mat mm-hmm. or whatever. And normally they will get a nice treat for being there. Okay. And if they get up and, you know, because... People want their dogs to be indoors, but a lot of people don't want them on top of them. Mm -hmm. You know, they become nuisance, especially if you've got a visitor, Mm -hmm. and they're all over the visitor. So I just say to them, okay, have a mat. I like a mat because a mat you can move anywhere. So if you're outside and you want quiet time and you want the dog to be part of it,
2: so the dog knows
3: that wherever you are,
1: he must be on the mat. Yes, he must go to the mat. He can be
3: so he can still be part of you, Mm. but he's not on top of you. Okay. A lot of people, especially visitors, not all your visitors are dog lovers. Mm. No, mm. For and, sure. and they don't want this dog jumping all over them and being abusive. Yes. And
1: dogs get really excited when you yes, people come do. into the home. They yeah. love it. They, they only
3: get excited because people make them that way. If yeah. you do no eye contact, no touch, no talk, yes. they don't. They mm. actually come and lie at your feet. Yeah. It's like a miracle. It is a it, miracle. It works. I can't explain it well. to people. Mm. It's not being ugly. It's what they understand. Yeah. Yeah. And then once they've settled. So once
1: they're lying at your feet, you can you pat can
3: them and then you can acknowledge them and greet them, but again in a calm way.
2: Mm.
3: When the dog is capable of coping with more excitement, because I say to people, I know you love to greet them and you, you've been away all day and, and you, and that's you know, the thing. When you come home from work and your mm. dogs are there at
1: your car, you open the door they. and,
3: and you love it. You love See, it. I yeah. don't, I don't ever miss... With success. If people like that, Mm -hmm. and they're happy for their dogs to do that, Mm -hmm. I don't change it. Okay. But when I'm called because the dog's out of control, then I need to change it. And then what I say to them is, I'm not denying you loving your dogs, because that's why you have them. Yeah. All I, all I want you to do is to give them that, because that's fulfilling the humans need, not the dogs. Mm -hmm. Okay, we need to kiss and cuddle and hug them, and that's a, that's a human need. It's not a dog need. That's okay? so interesting. Mm-hmm. So okay. I don't deny them that because that's why they've got them.
1: How do dogs then experience love? If we, you know, we cuddle and kiss and, but then how do they experience you love? You know that
3: they pick it up off your energy. Okay. If a dog is lying at your feet very comfortably, calm, relaxed.
1: He's happy. He's
3: happy. Mm-hmm. He's happy. If you feel that you want to touch the dog, touch him, but make sure that it's calm and so mm-hmm. that you don't hype the dog up again. Um, once the dog is used to being acknowledged on your, t- it's literally on your terms. Okay. That's what it yes. is. Then you can start increasing the intensity of the praise, mm-hmm. as long as the dog can cope. But now, if you greet the dog in an excited way and he goes, "Well, windy, windy," again, you know you've done too much. Turn it down a bit next time, until he can cope. But you will get the dog there. You know you'll be able to g- because that's that's what you want. To feel.
1: But is there a danger in teaching your dogs that all humans are sort of the pack leader? Because let's say an intruder does yes. come into your home, then the dog thinks, this is my pack leader. Is Not
3: really. I'll tell you what happens. Um, because they are sociable animals, they are territorial, mm-hmm. and they do protect the territory and their pack, which okay. is what they are. They are part of your pack.
1: So they'll protect the pack. They again.
3: will protect instinctively, but what happens is that um people tend to not understand you know a criminal when he comes onto your property his energy is
2: very wrong his energy very is, is yeah. very
3: powerful because they're armed mm-hmm. okay and, mm-hmm. they, and they are not scared but if you have raised your dog you've been the pack leader and the dog is part of of your pack mm. the dog will read your body language okay And he should stay by your side and protect you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Where I see a problem is people whose dogs um, are insecure, there is no pack leader. Mm -hmm. And they are insecure. Yes. And they tend to come out and lunge and bark. Those are the dogs that are in front on tight leads normally. Yes. And they're lunging out and barking and being all protective. But it's an insecure protection. Remember I wrote that article? Okay. That's right. Protection, true or false? It's not a true protection. That is, there is no pack leader, so I have to make all the decisions. Not every dog okay. is born a leader. can't cope with it, so offense is the best defense. Yes. I'm going to bark at you Very in case. I'm going to bite you in case. And those are the dogs. When I do calls where people have been uh, burgled and, um you know, attacked and assaulted, I ask them, where was your dog? He was at the bottom of the garden, hiding under really? a bush. Yes. He was under the bed. He was down the passage. Those are the dogs insecure. that are not with you. They're insecure. Mm. Mm. You see, Very that's not a true protection. Yeah. But a dog that is part of your pack and he's got leadership and guidance from you, he will pick up in your energy. There's a threat. Mm. And he will instinctively protect
1: They're very complex beings they, hey? They're amazing, mm. they're
3: absolutely amazing They're not
1: simple at all, they're very intelligent Yes, yeah. no they yeah. are I don't
0: know if you want to break for a song Yeah, let's have meantime. a little break We've been, little break. This conversation has been so we've fascinating We've got so much more to talk about yeah. We'll be back
1: Let's do it Do you have plans for New Year's Eve yet? This year, Cliff Central is making Joburg the place to be for New Year's Eve. Join us at hashtag CliffRocks2015 at Joburg's sexiest spot the Hard Rock Cafe in Nelson Mandela Square, Santon. Delicious food, awesome music, drinks, and fun, as well as over 100,000 rand in prizes up for grabs on the night. And everyone is a VIP. Let's leave the old behind and go into the future together. Book at Computecues. Hashtag Clip Rocks 2015.
0: And we're back with Paula Geordie, who's talking to us about dog behavior. Now, the other, th- the question that I wanted to ask Paula was, again, I'm going back to a lot of the complaints I had about Cesar Milan, um, about the tools that people use to, to train their dogs. Now, again, a lot of controversy around this. There is the, the methods that someone like Cesar Milan uses, and then there's what people call positive reinforcement training. Please explain, what is the difference,
3: and why is there such controversy around this? Okay, well, obviously, we would love for everything to work with positive reinforcement. You know, that, that is what we do set out to, when we work with animals and with children. You try everything in a positive way, okay. which is absolutely 100% correct. You do not want to train with cruelty.
2: No, for sure. Okay,
3: for sure. but... What I believe in and what I think Caesar also believes in is to have an open mind and an open toolbox. Mm -hmm. So, yes, there are aversive methods, but sometimes an aversive method is going to save a dog's life.
1: Okay. Or a human. Or a human. We
3: tend to use it as a very last resort. And it's across the board from playing teaching the dog to down. Mm-hmm. You know, down is a very submissive position. Dogs don't uh, like to submit that easily. So, Certain dogs submit very easily. Others are a little bit more difficult. And especially in a class situation where you've got other dogs and people. Mm-hmm. Um, so just plain, simple down, you've got lots of methods where you use with positive reinforcement, where mm-hmm. you would use a treat, where you don't want to force it because you also want the dog to give you the behavior. You don't want to force it. Okay. But then, you know, if the dog is just, you've, you've tried everything, every trick in the book, then you will use a method that's coercive in the beginning, but then you try to get it so that it, the dog will eventually give it to you, and it, and he's a nice, and happy to do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, like, they want to ban shock collars. They call them e-collars, which mm-hmm. is electric collars. Uh, prong collars, pinch collars, which they use a lot in America. It's those collars that apply pressure around okay. the neck. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's based on the same principle as this is where the adult dogs or will, will discipline mm-hmm. a subordinate dog or a puppy. By nipping. Is, at is the around neck. the neck okay. and around, you know, about the scruff of the neck, yes. how they attack them? And also down the back. They tend to, 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 to give them a, not a bite, but, you know, quite a, a touch. touch. Yes. 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 And, and this is what it's based on. Um, but, you know.
1: How do you feel about that? Is that a form I of cruelty? Need to, I want
3: to know. Hmm. Every single tool that is available, Mm -hmm. I want to know how to use it correctly. Okay. And I will keep it in my toolbox. Okay. Because if I only do positive reinforcement and there comes a time where you need to use an aversive method and you don't know how to use it, that dog's going to be put down.
2: Oh, no. Okay. So
3: I I will use every method that's going to save that dog's life. And where you'd use a shock collar, where you've seen it with uh, Caesar's uh, programs, is a dog that... you, you've got snakes. Mm-hmm. You need mm. to get the dog to stay away from snakes. But it's snakes. not a shock, it? So it's is to it? save it's, the, it's the dog. Yeah. Yes. It's a vibration, yes. It's, you know what, I will never use a tool on a dog that I haven't tried it on myself. Mm. So the shock collar, I would put it around my arm to see the intensity because it has different, um, uh, you know, more powerful, the, the, mm. the vibration. Um, but... If you're going to use an aversive method, you need to know how to use know it because use you, you want to use it once and finished. Yes, but okay. now if
1: it's a shock collar, it's on the dog permanently.
3: Hey, no, it's, it's not on the dog permanently. But well, you it shouldn't you will, be. You, yeah. and say say like it's chasing cars and okay. it's been run over, and the people now are fed up because they're sick and tired of paying thousands of of rands
1: on vet bills and balls, the dog okay? and Exactly. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I have a, a method that if the dog chases my car, I stop and I reverse into the dog because the dog doesn't expect that. He, and it works beautifully because he expects that you chase it runs away. Mm-hmm. It's like prey drive. You, okay, oh. you chase it runs away. So
1: never actually expects the car to come back out. No, it. and then
3: the, they actually. Don't know what to do because they, they've never had that reaction before. Mm. And I actually, in, in my street, I cured a dog like that. Mm. I reversed into him twice and he's never chased another car. Mm. And he's always running loose in the street. This is people are irresponsible.
1: Obviously, you don't reverse mm. over him. but just no, a little no, no, no. I just
3: reverse into him. No, I don't touch yeah. him at all. So, yeah. I just, just go stop and start reversing. Mm. Without touching him, mm. but he doesn't expect that reaction, yeah. so he stops there and then he runs back into his gate because mm. you know, <laughs> you know they, they don't normally come back at him; they but normally run away. So I suppose the method depends on so the, the dog. So the method depends, and depends are used. Yes, with very with positive mm-hmm. enforcement treats.
0: That kind yes. of thing. I've seen him use that Tillington touch method with very nervous dogs. They I've seen
3: that. What they're complaining about is that he does that touch with his teeth. behind he, Behind his leg. They say he's kicking them. They say he's kicking them. It's not. He's snapping them out. Of, you, the dog gets into an excitable state mm-hmm. that he can't think.
2: Yeah.
3: His brain is scrambled. And if you just touch them.
1: It brings that attention back. It just
3: snaps them out of it.
1: Okay.
3: But they, they tend to, to see that as cruelty. Um you know, obviously, you want to teach your dog you train any animal with positive reinforcement. Mm, clicker sure. training is very popular at the moment yes um, clickers with treat treats i uh, I do keep clickers in my my toolbox, and I do think that clicker training has its place mm-hmm. it 's a wonderful, wonderful method, but clicker training was designed for animals that you cannot attach a lead to, like okay. the dolphins, like wild animals. Oh, okay. Your click and the gorilla will come to the cage and put his arm through to get an injection. So interesting. Yeah. You know, um, the dolphins, it actually started, yes, with, they the dolphins, started with the where dolphins, where they, they click and then, of course, you're training a wild animal that, that you can't put a leash around. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's basically where it started. But it is a very good tool, mm-hmm. for Paula, rehabilitation um, especially.
1: Wh- what about smacking your, your dog on the snout? How do you feel about Remember that? Remember
3: I said to you, if you're too harsh, they we'll don't respect, respect you. you. But if, if, it's,
1: if it's not uh, 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 just to Bring its attention back if it's you know the old is that appropriate? Up yeah.
3: You yeah. know what? I actually find that if you're repeating a method over and over and over and, and it's not, not working, working, try something else. Okay. And you'll find that if you're too harsh, they don't respond. If you're okay. too soft, they don't respond. Okay. You need to find that that happy medium where you try. What you're trying to do, ideally, you're trying to get the dog to give you the behaviour. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, the dog wants to work for you, wants to give you that behavior, and that's what you want to do okay. but yeah. um and you will do it positively because that's the best way to do it. You do it with children as well. Mm.
0: You see, I think part of the problem is, you know, every program that sees did, he always says consult a behaviorist. Yes. Because I think a lot of the problem is some people would try and do this at home with a 60-kilogram burbul, try and wrestle him <laughs> to the ground or whatever. It's not going to work. And he'd get into trouble. And mm. I think sometimes a lot of people are abusive. To their mm. dogs They would hit them They would mm. smack them With sticks They C- C- would C- it's, Which it's is fair cool. To expect
3: Caesar To be responsible For people's stupidity Correct yeah.
0: Correct I mean they do state that uh, I had to When it was called I had to ask myself Would I take my dog To Caesar Milan To train Absolutely I yeah. would
1: Because because On the show, you see that he does love the dogs. You, get, you get where he he's does. coming from. I mean,
0: there was a case with a dog called Holly that actually bit him badly. I don't know if you saw the show, Paula. And there was a big outcry about it uh, because people said, oh, he was cruel to the dog. What people didn't know is that that family, because they had a toddler and the dog was food aggressive, mm. the family it didn't work. The family was going to go and have the dog euthanized. Uh-huh. Caesar took Holly, who lives in his pack today, and mm-hmm. helps him to train other dogs. Yeah, yeah so it wasn't so, like he
1: was angry that it, but she, she no, bit him. he wasn't angry at all. He was very he calm through it. the dog I mean, was a, his
0: arm ripped open. He was very calm through it. But I think, as Paula says, they're different tools for different dogs. Mm-hmm. I don't. Know if you're going to take a very aggressive bull, bull and train him
3: with bikers and cookies, you won't. I just want to mention something about being bitten, and this is what I say to my clients when we're training with puppies: if a dog bites you and you take your hand away and you run away, he's won. Now he's learned to use teeth.
1: Mm. So what should you've you do? got
3: to, No, you have. You've got to do what Caesar does. You've got to get bitten. But you've got to show that dog that you're not backing off because he bit you. Teeth is never, ever, ever allowed to be used on humans or even other dogs or other animals. You never allow that. So if a a puppy is growling and, and he's nipping, I say to the people, you hold him there still. You do not take your hand away. If you take your hand away, he learns. Okay, if I bite, you that goes away. Yeah. I don't have to worry. So you see, they send out a lot of signals to tell you that they're not happy, and people are not reading them. Mm. And often what happens is they resort to biting. That's the last, that is their last resort. Mm. I've done all the signals, I've given them all the signs, and they're not listening. They're not reading me. But when you do teeth, ah, all of a sudden, people mm, now people wake listen. up and say, okay. So what they do then is they just go straight in for the bite. They don't mm-hmm. even worry about giving you any more warning. No, and but
0: this is a, this is a, I mean, we were talking about that pitbull attack. I wonder what happened there.
3: Well, the, the person I mean, must have been panicked and frightened yeah. and you and know, the whole pack and of a lot of, of excitement and noise. Sure, I can't believe yeah, we're we, just looking at we the We literally top,
1: have 20 <laughs> seconds left, Paula. It's well, been fascinating. Well, all I want to
3: say,
0: thank you, Paula, for thank coming you. in. Yes. I want you to wish all our listeners, I was so excited to hear, we're we climbing up in the ratings, so keep oh, listening, Oh, yeah, we're in, the, we're in the top uh, 10 of Piff Central because are. of you. Thank so you. So I <laughs> want to wish you all a wonderful, wonderful 2015, let it be mm, successful for you, mm-hmm. your fur children, your your husbands, your families. Have a wonderful time. Remember to go out and get my magazine, Canine Zone. Don't miss it. You'll read more about uh, what Paula Geordi's got to tell you about training your dogs properly. And you'll article. read about Cesar Milan and how much he has done for dogs uh, uh, mm. over in the USA. And but just yeah. be
1: safe tonight with the fireworks. Be safe. So. Don't drink mm. and
0: drive. Be safe with the fireworks. Take care of
2: your dogs. Mm. And have a good one. And we'll see you in 2015. The back. Thank you Thanks. so much. Bye. Bye.